As usual, you can find us everywhere at www.wallzonenyc.com. Then you could catch us at our home of Elgin Sound Radio, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on the Live 365 app or on our website, www.wallzonenyc.com. And, of course, you can find us Wednesdays, 8 a.m. on Puso 82.3 FM, courtesy of Promoga. We are ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, Sound Exchange, PPL, and so much more certified. Get with the promo guide and get the and pay for the right promotion. Um, I never stress this enough when it comes to marketing your music. You do need to put that work in. It's not just about performing, and it's not just about how many interviews you do. It's the quality of the work you put in and the people you work with. If you were sitting in the same circle, you're not going to flourish as much as you want. Extend your extend your brand. Get to know Promo God. Get to know some of the people that we fuck with, you know? We do these episodes every week, every two weeks, whatever the case may be. And we like to drop knowledge. That way it helps you out in the long run. Um, and, of course, we are powered by our friends at Bold and Luscious Cosmetics. Shop bold with raw zone. Use the code RZ15 up and feel bold and luscious this spring going into summertime season. I can't wait for the new summer products to come out. And of course, get high, get high, stay fly with Just Blazer Organic Hemp. Follow them on Instagram. Get the high life with them. On the road to the give back for Sean. Uh, Sean Seguid passed away in 2017 after advocating for intimal sarcoma in the pulmonary arteries and his lungs. Um, he is the embodiment of what it's like to really give back. So we want to do the same in his honor. For most people that think we do the give back and it's just for doing clout, it's really not. Um, the give back helps people because I've seen sarcoma survivors run races. I've seen sarcoma survivors talk at events. And then I've also seen parents devastated by the loss of their child to this disease. And we want to make sure this year that we reach our $10,000 goal. So please click the links below, donate to our cause. Um, July 8th, though, we are doing our first event for our Give Back for Sean uh, charity fundraiser. We are doing a Road to the Give Back Innovative competition so uh we will be choosing three artists to perform at a give back for sean variety show and we are looking forward to people signing up we already got great responses but we can't wait to get more um if you're interested in being part of the cause or even just trying to look at how to donate email us at ivyproductionsnyc at gmail.com oh that was a mouthful right um so our guest today this beautiful gentleman over here I know him for about seven years. His name is Seda. Um, he recently put out the voice of an enigma, but he is so multifaceted and accomplished that I feel like the world doesn't really appreciate him enough. They don't play him enough. Um, being able to not only do R&B, but you're able to branch into pop as well as you your... your talent in Spanish music and his music is such so flow mm, how do I put this 
his music is just a joy to listen to and he's just a joy in general despite all the hardships he went through so we're going to do a, a Razo mix with of course some of our faves from Seda but then we're gonna put you know some of our little twist on our Razo mix so we're gonna get into it this is welcome to the Razo
Me dices que me amas y que nada te hace falta Que te dejo sin palabras, que te lleno de emoción Encontrarte con él fue algo tan cruel Tú me traicionaste y a mi alma tú mataste Ya no me pidas perdón no, 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 no. Sin palabras, la última traición Encontrarte con él fue algo tan cruel Tú me traicionaste y a mi alma tú mataste No me pides perdón, baby, just leave me alone No me llames amor, es otro latigazo So 
see a future with you and it's bright Yeah, I'm up slowly You must say you come through, but it's slowly Grab on my cintura, don't let go of me Centered in you, everything you do 
what about you? It's about you. You can't forget that you matter, that you're important too. We so freely love you. Don't give ourselves enough or even really live. Go with it.
Good vibes only over here Sitting on your lap, whispering in my 
watching us, I don't even care You keep coming close to all of my days Writing on my ear, tell me what you like I'm sure running under moonlight We outside, yeah, we yeah, outside Just talking in my head You cannot compare the amount When I'm up to the count When I'm down And that shit is shit Remain far from a couple niggas My strikes have been up And I don't fuck around with the feds Some of the closest are snitching on them All of my closest give snitches a dent Then hop in the van And do it again We don't got time to be playing with them Before Drake said it then It was never new friends Cause they always scheming And that never stops So one of them is dead Sorry I'm late If you think about it That's quite an advantage When one's playing chess I just been watching on the sidelines Letting them pick the best While I Study the rest Never call out and keep me down One of the realest you gon' ever see around Let them tell it, they gon' probably try and clown They ain't no better, they ain't no better They'll never ever bring that energy to me If they do, if they do It's only, only for the tribe Cause youngins really love to act I'll have you leaning more jealous So stop your tweaking, I tell ya You should all wanna do better But most of you might suggest here for the cheddar No way I am ever gon' let up Fell too many times and through all of the scars Learned it's easy to get up Changing the game, I'm the wave, don't get wet up Me and you are not the same, I'm too bad all my shooters on standby The type that can shoot while they landslide For love, you can witness your man's life Do whatever I want, I'm the man now My goonies gon' follow the G-code You newbies don't know how the streets go At the point where I don't want any hoes Swear to God, I don't need any other my goonies gon' follow the G-Code You newbies don't know how the streets go At the point where I don't win any hoes Swear to God I don't need any huffles Any huffles my shooters on standby The type that can shoot while they dance Pull up, you can witness your man's life Do whatever I want, I'm the man now. My goonies gon' follow the G-Code You newbies don't know how the streets go At the point where I don't win any hoes Swear to God I don't need any huffles Any huffles 
Niggas thought I fell off cause I fell back Cruising through the city loud as fuck in the Hellcat Smoking on that loud, you know the difference when you smell that Being on my chest, I'm from the west and you can tell that Huh? We from the heart of it, it was the hardest shit, nigga, we started it Catch a nigga lacking, he paying for that lethargic shit, I taught the shit Nigga, I'm Bobo without the cop, we the top of the food chain These Lobos is all I got You gon' see me get back You can tell I know something Get the back to daylight The time is now, not tomorrow We all have been on new friends Tomorrow you know and now you follow So you gon' see me get back The time is now, I couldn't not get no problems in the eighth grade It made me hate school, nigga Back in my day you was a real day, you was fool, nigga Talk is cream that green put me in the moon, nigga. My first son taught me how to stack my ones. My second son taught me how to get it done. I be feeling like the one with my shades on. Trying to find serenity in the bitch bad as Trinity. Who put you on game without a manual? Remember me, the rest know. The butter make them dance to the rest go. We live on withdrawal building your businesses. This a renaissance. You gon' need a membership before you try to swim across. My sharks know what it's in for. The plug call me when he really need to get it off. Gambino. Don't let them girls be your downfall. Stick the stack of paper, the stress to have them around malls. Two sides to a story here, both before you sound off. You gon' see me get right. You can tell I know something. Get the back to daylight. The time is now, not tomorrow. We all have been on new friends. Tomorrow you know and now you follow. So you gon' see me get right. The time is now, not tomorrow.
like a centerfold. Caught him on the lease. Your heart is my home. Let's renew the lease. Got me feeling blessed, playing like a Jesus piece. When we between the sheets, she is she a beast. Legs wide open, like the sign for peace. Love like an art, baby, we should teach. Like I'm drunk and love the way that she stole my speech. God's work of art, but you know she mine like a watermark. Believe it or not, she's something classy, but still hit that Walmart. Keep it down to earth, man, I know what my woman's worth. Call me an expert, and she love the work. Ain't the type to twerk, but she love to flirt. Text messages, wearing nothing but my t-shirt. And a little smirk, she a masterpiece, my baby, like artwork. Her, I get Escobar crazy Me, I'm old, that's just my yo baby Your number one fan like Stan and Shady Real love like Emma Haley Yo, I'm Patty like C-L-I-V Living life without a kid, no well I eat I can feel it in my veins, kinda like IV Display it to the world, the kinda guy I be See, she above them all Remind me of a piece by Mr. Warhol Show the globe, like a world tour She deserve an encore, stand in ovation Only girl in my world, she the population Girls eating, cause me, she the best Statuesque, work with such finesse She a goddess, I'm talking beauty and knowledge She wise, she killing that dress Beautiful homicide, no need to apologize Richly your life, and you know what I like A girl that takes care of her own work Study her body, that's my homework She a masterpiece, my baby like artwork Baby, you're the one You're the one for me 
this way You leave me breathless each and every day You bring me so much joy You light my soul on fire You keep the fire burning bright Even in the darkest night I love the way we vibe You make me come alive I never leave your side, no Where's she from? I don't know. She was a Why you gotta be so So complicated I got a bad son What's your damn son? Or you a sad You ain't patient But you damn fine And you like to play games And it's not fair You just fill me with delusions But I still care And my friends say no But I'm still there and you got me looking crazy cause I'm still there Falling for your presence and it got me so frustrated Damn babe, why you so complicated? Push you far away You don't want the real Cause you're scared that it can go away
gets real This is where I'm feeling you for real This is where you tell me how you feel Cause I'm done with playing games It's the closing of the deal And I do not understand why you keep on coming back Like it's only when you want me I don't have the time for that And I'm looking for what's real, not fake If you cannot lift my heart Don't expect to take the weight like If you really don't want me Just 
You can catch us everywhere at www.rawzonenyc.com. You can also catch us at our home of Elgin Sound Radio on the Live 365 app. You could also listen to the live streaming player on our website. You can catch us on Puso 82.3 FM every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to Promo God and the entire team um, helping independent artists getting their platform there. ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, uh, Sound Exchange, PPL. They are certified in many avenues so you can get paid for your music that's being played. So please contact Promo God, contact Puso 82.3 FM. Um, we are also powered by Bold and Luscious Cosmetics. Use the code RZ15OFF. Get yourself something, get fly. You know, we got exfoliating creams and everything right now. We got a sale, the last sale of the summer, well, the spring. Um, so contact Bold and Luscious Cosmetics now. My stoners, it's still 420 season. Get Join the high life. Go to Just Blaze Organic Camp. Tell them KDK sent you. I got to get used to this shit, man. Um, so our guest today, um, one of the original guests on our original Monday Night Royal show, he came for an interview as a feature and ended up taking over the whole thing, which was pretty fun. Um, he is such a versatile artist. Um, his name is Seda. He's a Puerto Rican singer and songwriter born and raised in Bronx, New York. His wide-ranging musical sound includes R&B, pop, crossover, to Latin. Um, he's influenced by the city where he grew up and he currently resides. He was nominated for a Voiceless Music Award for Best Hip-Hop Collaboration and Radio Single of the Year for Masterpiece with Phenom from So Phenomenal Entertainment. Um, he developed his love for music and turned it into something unimaginable. He doesn't get enough credit in this industry for the multiple features he's done. Um, but then again, like I've said to him, he doesn't give himself enough credit as well. Uh, from Blue Christmas to his current album, uh, recently released, Thoughts of an Enigma, the voice of an enigma, but he is an enigma regardless. Um, I'm here getting all sentimental and trying not to fuck up on him because I know he's sitting there in the background while he at work. But um, without further ado, everyone, we got to bring up Theta. What's up? <laughs> 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 See, that's because you don't smoke, though. But that's because you don't smoke, though. If I had stopped smoking, I could keep up. Or do I? If that was the that's case, part of being an enigma. You might uh, not know. Oh! <laughs> I'm quite the puzzling, quite the puzzling individual. <laughs> I mean, you are a refined puzzling individual. Yeah, you know. But I'm also a good-hearted individual. Always you, and forever. You are. Yeah. Even the, the, you know, I love the grays, how they just came in all nice. All right. All right. I love you. <laughs> I love you, but it looks so awesome. Like, listen, man. Oh, my God. Like, you went from baby face to, like, I could, like, I'll be like, yo, that's daddy, guys. Go get him. Go get him. Well, 
in a few hours, I'm going to just ferment it and it'll be all gone. Oh, man. That's what I do. I just didn't have enough time. It's been so much shit to do, so little time. Listen, man, I love it though. Why don't you embrace it? You know how many people like Daddy Maybe. look like You're right. You're right. And I'm still young. It's just in my family, the the gray hairs come out really early. Me too. Don't worry. I'm I'm rocking on natural right now. It's too expensive to do all that. No, because I don't want I don't want there to be a misconception. Oh wow, he must be like in his forties, fifties. No, ma'am. Sweetheart, you still look like you're in your twenties. Thank you. Bro, J Balvin fucking dyed his hair all silver. Like, <laughs> we can't even say that no more where, where grades are a sign of age. They turned that true. into a whole fad now. It's true. Very, very true. Because people are doing the whole hair now gray. It's like a new trend. Like, people look at my mom and you see my mom's hair. Yes. They're like, oh, how did you dye it like that? All different shades of... My mom is like, that's my natural hair. <laughs> but but yeah um on a regular note like so i started doing something on the podcast uh and i took this from working with the kids but we talk about what are our highs of this week the lows and the mids of this week so how are you feeling thus far Ah, uh, today? Because I, I literally take my life day by day now. I don't, I try not to overwhelm myself because I also suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I try and like take it day by day. So today I woke up quite amazing. Um, it's been, it's been a successful, I would say successful week in my, in my professional life. Um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, um, it's been all right because no one stressed me out this week. So I will say it's been a successful week in that aspect alone. Yes. Yeah. No one's pissed me off. No one's yeah. pissed me off. I don't yeah. gotta beat nobody up today. Yeah. How about what? I don't gotta beat nobody up today. No, not today. Not today. We're good. Man down, man down, man down. <laughs> All right, I'm calm, I'm calm. I would have brought Melo with me, too. He, listen, man, once he puts his Batman outfit, he means business. <laughs> you know, it's fucking hilarious, too. No, no, it's been a good it's been a good week, I would say. Knock on wood, may it continue to pour into the weeks to come, you know? So, Willa? No, 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 I was going to say, because, you know, you just never know. No, of you course. You literally don't know. You know, because not every day going to be roses. I've learned. No. Always. Every day ain't gonna be roads. Sometimes you get the thorns. You know? So, I do. Yeah, as you were saying. Where did, so, as always, every story starts with the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, when talking about Seda becoming a singer, because um, mm -hmm. I don't want to say it was 2017, you just got no. to So, where did this all really start for you? I mean, I've literally been singing since I've been like three years old, honestly. Um, and I've always had a love for it. You know, at times, even growing up, I've always felt like an enigma, which is why it's that title was aptly put. Um, I've, although I've had many friends along the way, I've always felt like someone who's always been misunderstood and, and always just kind of like puzzling to others and always felt like even when i'm in large crowds i always used to feel alone um but from for some reason when i would be singing or listening to music i would feel a little bit less alone i feel i felt like someone would understand me 
So that's why I think I've leaned on music for so much. Um, and I've really studied the greats, honestly. Like I, I feel like I'm always, always, uh, I, I call it a student of the game because I'm always trying to learn from the greats, right? I don't study anyone who hasn't done it big. I always study the most amazing artists, like obviously Michael Jackson, the Mark Anthony's, nowadays Bruno Mars, Miguel, Mariah Carey, obviously. Love all the, the amazing artists. And I, and I take from them in terms of how to move about in this game. Uh, but professionally speaking, I would say where I really started writing my music, because I've always written poetry, I've always been into writing in general. Even when I was in school, I would always be in the advanced classes for like English and things like that, because I tried to write from a relatable place and it always helped me in writing. And I feel like for music, where, where it then poured into the music was in 2013, because the, yet again, music was my saving grace and helped get me out of depression. And then once I started like writing my music and started using music as my journey and my therapist, my therapist, I would say that's when the, the music professionally started coming out in 2014, 2015. And since then, I've been doing music professionally. What has been the most difficult thing for you through your journey? Mm, good question. I would say the most difficult part of this journey is, or has been, which I've now accepted and, and moved past it, has been learning that music is objective. You know what I mean? Learning that not everyone's going to love you. Um, the most important part is that you have to believe in yourself and what you're doing and what you're saying and, and what I'm conveying and what I'm displaying, right? Like I had to be okay with not everyone jumping on the bandwagon. I had to, that, that was honestly the hardest thing for me. And once I tackled that, um, I feel like that's why my music has evolved because now I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it specifically just for me. And I think that's why I'm even being real within the lyrics because I just, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do on my own terms, telling the stories I want to tell, singing it the way I want to sing it, no longer, no longer listening to people. Oh, maybe you should belt, or maybe you should stop belting. I, I just had so many voices. I had to silence all the voices. So honestly, because the music part, creating the music, as, even though it can be hard, it's still the most rewarding thing because music is like a, a drug to me. You know what I mean? Anytime I finish a song, start writing a song, hear a beat that I'm inspired to write, that is all still rewarding. But it's been the external, external things, like the people and the judgments, the opinions, the critiques, really just taking it with a grain of salt now. And I think I've reached the place of where I can, I can hear your judgment on it and it will not affect me. Let's dive into a little bit of that right when we were talking back then um wait and we're talking about you put wonderlust out after blue uh the the, the, the blue christmas album yes which uh, before blue christmas just to give you a little bit more context there was my i actually wonder child was not my first ep i had one that came before that which dark blue which was when i was in depression but that was my my indie project that I, that wasn't commercially released 
um, which then ultimately poured into Blue Christmas because that dark blue and blue Christmas kind of were created at the same time. Um, and then, I'm sorry, but your question was? Um, you you got to get back to that after, though. My question yeah. for you was, where were you mentally through all of that, right? We talk about um, the project being the product of what you do, right? Uh, mm -hmm. the product is the love and labor through the dark times. Um, you oh, got yeah. to oh, yeah. it. But where were you? Because you, you know, every time we do see each other, we're always at different. Not because we haven't, we don't want to see each other. Just time kind of sucks. So we're seeing each other at literally extreme different points of life. Absolutely. So where were you back then, as opposed to now? Um, specifically uh, during Blue Christmas or Wonder Child. We'll talk about between Blue Christmas and Wonder Child. Oh, okay. So we were like so around those. Yeah, so Blue Christmas, that one was created in the interim of, since 2000, I, I created that mid-2014, so I was creating a Christmas album in the summertime <laughs> of 2014. Isn't that funny, right, the irony? Um, I don't know, I had, I've always loved Christmas, always, 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 always loved Christmas. And there's, there's something about Christmas in New York that I absolutely love. And because I already had been like, because when I do something, Katie, I, it's, I'm very tunnel vision, I'm very focused. And I had gotten so inspired from the project pre, uh, prior to Blue Christmas that even though I had completed it, I was like, I was not done. I felt like I was, I had so much more yet to tell. And I was like, how can I do this in a different way? And then I was like, you know what? Christmas is gonna come. And what, what that will do is it'll give me wheels after the project had been already promoted you know what I mean? Then Christmas comes, I can also incorporate this music with whatever I'm, you know, whatever album I had out at the time as well. And keep it rolling, keep it going, right? Keep my name out in people's mouths and keep performing in different avenues and different platforms and different places. And, but specifically I was in a very, I was still going through my depression at that time of Blue Christmas because I had also lost my dad two years prior. So I was, um, you know, I was just kind of singing, singing my emotions out because I've always had, um, not to quote my, a song in my new album, The Voice of an Enigma, there's a song called Enigma, the intro, where I talk, where the line is, I'm uncomfortable with being vulnerable. That's something I've also struggled with a lot. But then music has always been that platform for me where I can do it in a way that's um, comfortably for me. You know, and and I think that's what I needed to go through that moment because music served as my therapist at the time. So that's why it was called Blue Christmas. You know, obviously for many reasons, Blue Christmas, because blue, whatever, it stemmed off from my dark blue project. Then a lot of the songs were sad. And um, yeah, like it's it just it just made sense. Which then what from 2015 I didn't create another project until 2018. Well, 2017 was the creation part of it. 2018, it was released. Because at that time, after all of that, I would I, I literally thrusted myself into performing and just being any and everywhere. I was like during my yes era of my life where I said yes to everything. Because, you know, as an artist, you kind of, you always think, damn, if I, if I miss out on this, this could have been the opportunity. 
You know what I mean? Like, and so I said yes to everything. And I was just in a, in a place of, I, I loved creating. Because I had not, before 2014, I had never been in the studio. So here goes this new toy, this new thing that I was learning. And I just, I loved it. I really, still to this day, I think I love recording more than I do performing now. And before it was the opposite. So that was when you dropped Windowless? Yes, that's, and then, because I was still numbing myself in terms of my emotions, then Wonder Child came later because I was also still unpacking and healing a lot of my childhood trauma and scars and shit like that. This sounds like a therapy session now. Um. <laughs> well, you know what it is? I, so, so pardon me, right? Like, so I watch um, Maurice Bernard's State of Mind. Like, and this was after, like, I went through a lot with Raw Alone, right? Um, I went back from having a co-host, you know, dealing with those issues and that negativity to, okay, how am I going to do this right now, right? Because I don't want to mm -hmm. sit here and just keep talking about random ass topics with random ass people. This is real shit. So I'd rather sit here and clearly everyone I'm talking to has something going on with them. In yeah. state of mind, Maurice Bernard goes into the psychological part of people's lives me i just like hearing how their brand and their music because i i did the whole study in communication and pr so to me it's like okay i could sit here but it's like yo if Rosalind had this type of effect on me then this person's music can have this type of effect on him and that's where the whole new format came from like hey let's really just talk about it because Love that. There's a lot of people doing the same shit that we're doing. And like, no one knew you, that you lost. I mean, when you talk about it, but no one would have known you lost your dad. And that's why you put out Blue Christmas. Mm -hmm. You could have been like Picasso for all they know. Blue it's period. True. It's true. You could have been because like, I also, right. It's because I also don't have a tendency in, or used to, because now I do. Now I can, now I can express myself about, my trauma, my growing pains, all of it, without caring about what people think, what people say. But again, this has taken work to get here, right? It's taken a lot of soul searching. It's taken a lot of music. It's taken a lot of time to myself too, because now I've learned that unplugging, because we're living in the social media um, era or age of our lives where everything is diluted, filtered. Everything is just, um, no, people only no, post no. the good. You know, people only post the good. No one posts the real shit. No one wants to hear about the real shit. But we're all suffering from something. We're all growing through something. We're all going through something. We're all affected by things but, in life. Right? Because, if you think about it, right? And, and while we talk about it now, we didn't grow up with that type of willingness to really talk about it, though. This is the um, thing they don't teach you about in school, you know? Mental health. They never, they didn't teach us in, like, my dad died when I was seven. And I had one teacher, I called her Miss Tweety Bird, but her name was Miss Maria, because she had a Tweety Bird tattoo. I believe it was a Tweety Bird tattoo. I don't mm -hmm. remember why, but I, I, something about Tweety Bird. Um, she goes to me, and she, like, she told me this, because I, re, like, I recontacted her when I was older, and she told me about that time period. She said I was a weird, not weird, but I was 
too mature for my age. I was, my dad had died and I'm sitting here just coloring and just talking to her like, so my mom is sad, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just asking her about the weather because if if I cry, then mommy cries type of thing. Right. So you had to grow up too soon. You had to grow up too soon, which I relate to. We were taught, and I don't know if it's the same with your culture, mm-hmm. but we were taught back then, because my mom tried putting me in therapy, but in reality, therapy was a taboo. The same way any type of drug is a taboo. Absolutely. No, no one wanted to talk about the issues or the drama. No. And yeah. it not only affected me, it affected my siblings, it affected my nephew down the line, you know, and we, this social media era now is the pro, the byproduct of the children yeah. who cannot talk about the issues. Because mm-hmm. everyone's in their 30s now, these, these children that were living through those 80s kids. So now our kids are stuck in this shit world with TikTok and FNAF and all this other bullshit that I can't. I mean, filtered, filtered, filtered tools. It's all filtered. You know what I mean? So there's, it's not fully reality. It's all, it's all a, a form of reality. You know, no one's putting their pain. No one's putting progress. No one's putting things that. You know, people are just putting the final things and, and, and they make things look easy when it's not. You know, there's a process to everything, right, that we go through. Even even therapy. Therapy is a process. I can come up here and be like, oh, yeah, I'm very happy now, blah, blah, blah. But, okay, my happiness took time to get here. It was work. You know what I mean? So I'm happy that I'm able to talk about what led me to this process, what led me, you know, the journey, basically. Because I feel like that's what people don't, don't talk about enough, the actual journey. I'm in therapy almost 10 years now. And I feel like I still got a long way to go. Me too. Me too. And I still do not only just therapy, not only just music. I do self-help books. I do workbooks to kind of like, you know, when I'm having a bad day for reinforcements, I, I, I feel like the work never stops. You're always, you're always going to remain a work in progress because we're also changing as individuals. You know, and then we go through life traumas, which then halt the process or affect you in another way. Then your perspective, your perspective changes, and then it's like starting over in other aspects, and it's a lot. <laughs> like people still like even I feel like now people use the so. Lord forgive me, please forgive me. Um, he will. He will. The government now prioritizes mental health after the pandemic just to cut a check. Probably most likely actually, yes. Um, like you used to see when COVID nineteen because that's what really fucked everyone. Wholeheartedly right. up everywhere. It did. It did. The the pandemic let alone what it did to the new generation's education where they still can't even tell time. I've seen high school kids not be able to tell time right now. It's actually pretty sad. Yeah. I think that was our last interview in 2020. <laughs> October. October, November. It Yours? was because I released, I released one more time. 
I have an interview with you. I think you came on for my birthday, 2020. No, I think, no, I did your birthday, but then I also did an interview for one more time. Are you sure? Because I would remember yeah. it. was the radio show that you had that it was all audio. Oh. oh I shit. forgot the name of I forgot the name of the affiliate. I got you. I got you. I I I yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Okay. Yeah. So we were talking during that time as well. Yeah. But um yeah, no, but they used to push the need for the vaccine in the propaganda and now oh. they want they wanna push going for mental health and telehealth but where with this the entire Before. 23 months that we were going through this pandemic right you know our children needed these services a long time ago our right. teachers are not giving a shit about these kids absolutely so between that generation our generation and them we kind of fucked them mm-hmm. i don't know how i it's just like we never I had just, opportunity. Well, I'm a big advocate for for therapy. I'm a big advocate. If you don't feel the need to do therapy, at least talk to someone. I always say just the worst thing you could do is try and yes, there's a part of the journey you do have to go at it alone, but also seek out other people because what that does when you spend too much time alone, then you be create this comfort zone and then you lose your motor skills. And then you, you kind of, you kind of need, uh, external, external surface, uh, sources. You need friends, you need all of that stuff to kind of like good ones. I would say not just befriend anyone. Right. You gotta but, get to me. You gotta yeah. get someone me. Gotta get you a me. Right. Yeah. And surround yourself around just things that bring you joy. You know what I mean? Because, yo, you need it a little bit these days. You need it. We all need it. That's why I, again, I tapped on, I really threw myself into music because that brings me joy. It brings me joy. And it serves as a therapist all as all in one. So, you know, I just find something that brings you joy and go in on that. Dive in and yo, just go, let, let go, let have, just go in, go in. Whatever it is that brings you joy, please do that. So we please. got through, we got through Blue Christmas. Yes. We got, we got you through, we got to Wonder Child. Yes, Wonder Child, my my first commercial EP. I start yeah. calling you Wonderlust album. That's, that's no, no. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, that project was actually, that project I had a lot of fun. I wasn't as depressed then, but I was still kind of still healing from the trauma of my dad, I would say. I think that's where Indestructible came from. Um, I was dealing with that, and then I was dealing with my, uh, my scars as a child. Still, that's why I called it Wonder Child, because it was a dedication to that six-year-old kid, because the photo, the album cover of me at six years old. So it's a dedication of- Yes. Yeah, and it's a dream that never changed. You know, it had evolved into other things, but the one thing that had always remained was my love for music. So that album was a dedication to that six-year-old kid. You know what I mean? That that always loved music and just didn't like one thing. Because I don't think that Wonder Child was just an R&B project, right? It was a pop. 
Oh yeah, no. Nah. It, it, it was a pop project. So, Which, so Crush was very Mariah-ish. <laughs> uh, let's see. Indestructible. Still a little Mariah-ish, but there was definitely like a a very pop vibe in general. Yeah, there was a pop vibe. Pop, I think, was the... Because pop, remember, pop music is not a genre, right? Pop music is a culmination Whatever. of all things. Right, whatever's trending and popping. Although I don't think I don't think the music on Wonder Child was necessarily trending at the time, um, but I do get what you mean by pop music. Yeah, like at the time. So we're talking about four years ago at the time. We still had that type of music still be very commercialized. Yeah. Um, so I think you dropped this at the right time. Um, where was your family support while you were doing the music? Oh, my family has always been super supportive with the music. I will say that. My family, from day one, from even Dark Blue, 2014, they've always been super supportive. They they know the lyrics. They play the songs. You know what I mean? Like, I can literally go to my sister's house, my brother's house, my cousin's house, and they all play the music when I, they, they play the songs for me. I don't even be wanting to hear the music. And they want to hear it again because I'm there. They're like, yo, I'm going to play your music. And then they go from playing one to playing like 20 of them. How sick of music you get sometimes? Um, I don't get that sick of it because I don't listen to my music often. I don't. Okay. But, but I also, when I do listen to my music, I still love it. I don't cringe. I don't do any of that because... Honestly, before releasing a song, I lived with those, that music for such a while to make sure that it's, you know what I mean? I create my music, again, for me too. I create all my songs, I create with that notion of, oh yes, can I listen to this? Am I going to enjoy this as just a listener, not the artist, not just the creator, not just the producer, not, you know what I mean? So I create my music with that aspect of, I fucks with this too. So I, when I hear my music, I'm never turned off by it, ever. Never, and thank God, you know. I mean, you're really I, got to listen to all over and over. I mean, you you popped you. into the room and I was playing, I was playing everything. So I, I still got thirty. I got thirteen songs <laughs> in here. I have like I can yeah. go like the best of Satan just with what I got in here. Don't worry. One of these days, as I keep doing this, I'm gonna create a best, a greatest hits, an indie version of my greatest hits. Fuck that. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in yourself. You know what that's called? You want to know what that's called? A playlist. Right. Right. That is. That is a playlist. That is. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm honestly going back to the family stuff, though. I'm really grateful that they support my music. You know what I mean? Because that means, that means honestly the world to me. It really does. Like, I see, I remember walking in, just to give you kind of a little bit of a context, I remember walking to my sister's house, maybe like, I want to say a year ago, and going to visit, going to visit my nephew, who I love very much, um, his name is Caden, and I asked where he was, and she was like, oh, he's in the room, go see what he's doing. And I opened the door, and he's singing back, to, he's singing at the top of his lungs, my song, One More Time. Like, literally hitting... Trying to sing, hit all the notes with me. Like, word for word. So did you sing How with cute? him after? 
Right, like how cute, how fucking cute was that? Come on. Did you record like, it at least? No, because it just, I didn't expect it. That's so adorable. Yeah, and he was like, he was like seven at the time. So the fact that he was singing it, knew what, like was singing it like he knew what, what I was talking about. <laughs> Listen, man, these kids are so perceptive. Like my boy. And I will say, kids are the best kids are the best critique for your music oh yeah because they're very innocent they're never going to filter what they say or how they feel about something so you want to you want to get your hits like you want to get someone to judge your hits take it to a kid they're, they're either going to love it or hate it oh my god <laughs> there's no in between there's you, no you want to hear a funny story really quick yeah um, i want to play a little more of your music um yeah. so once upon a time, we were getting ready for my birthday party, and it was live release party, right? And this is when Ray Fame was alive, rest in peace. Um, he was part of that rehearsal with us, but he brought his daughters. Mm-hmm. Now, live gets nervous sometimes when he performs. So we were like, every time these kids see you stutter, they got to go, eh. <laughs> now, I believe... Milan had to have been like four at the time, and his sister was like seven, give or take, right? Um, bro, there was an ant every five seconds, and they didn't care. They were like, eh, eh, poo poo. I was like, oh shit. That's what kids will do. They will break your spirit. Yo, <laughs> they were all your feelings. They were all your feelings. No, we were at Smash Studios, bro. And I couldn't stop dying. It's real though, and I love that. I love real. Like even when somebody doesn't like it, I, okay, give me a reason why, and that's it. Just be real about it. I'm never gonna get offended. I get offended by the fake shit. Fact, fact. So we went through all of this time. Um, you put Wonder Child out. Yes. I was so surprised it didn't have that much push though. I'm not going to lie. I feel like you could have had a fine. better. It's fine. I think that I performed it a lot. Um, honestly, it got it got streamed quite off, like a lot, honestly. So that was good enough for me. And, and for me, as I keep going with music, I just want to evolve. That's the successful part of music for me. You know what I mean? Like, I got to perform at City Hall. This was all through Wonder Child. I got to, I got, I got to perform at places like uh, the, the New York Public Library where they gave me my own set for me to perform for the kids. Oh, um, you, know, you know what I mean? So Wonder Child gave me legs and kind of put me in a different demographic, a different group. So to me, it was successful in that aspect. You know what I mean? I got to perform at the Puerto Rican Day Parade on a float. You know what I mean? So to me, it was successful in that sense, the fact that it led me down a different path, which I love. But I'm glad you went down that path because we talked about being in hip hop while you did, you know, you had great momentum with, with Masterpiece, but how much could you have written off that? You know, you wanted to be around and appreciate your music. Yeah. I want people who, who get my music, you know, I wanted my vibe to find its tribe basically. Right. Cause that's what ultimately you want to do. So we take a break because clearly the whole pandemic. And fuck our lives, right? (laughs) 
And then the whole project thing that happened after, which I'm, it's currently here. All right, it took, it took us a while. Um, tell us a little bit about Thoughts of an Enigma. The, the Voices of an Enigma. <laughs> wow, I'm uh, really okay. So I will say, I will say this project has been, um, it's gone through a lot, a lot of different um, versions of it because it started in 2020 after a stint of writer's block, which then led to my song, my most popular song, One More Time, which you played earlier, so thank you. Um, you know, I, had, I was already gonna give up music and just go, I wanted to kind of go into writing um, and creating, like helping other artists instead of me doing it as an artist anymore, you know? Um, and, and then one day I felt like I was near gonna quit and, I heard Don't this beat one time. Huh? Don't you I know. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Now we're no longer there. You know, it was okay. kind of just, it was, it was just something I was going through. You know what I mean? Questioning, doubting myself. Um, and I think it's all things you have to go through, right? In order to get to the other side. Um, and it let, so I stopped having writer's blog during one more time. Then I released that song and it really kind of just, it felt new to me again after one more time, you know, because I had taken that break. I had taken a year and a half break. Um, and I think that's what I needed because I had just been going and going and going and going that I think I needed to feel inspired again. I needed to go and live life a little bit so that I can come back and create, you know? I needed to go to therapy to unpack some more, to, to unload some more, to really dig deeper so that I can also ultimately become more vulnerable in my music. Um, which I'm grateful for. I don't regret anything I got, I went through during that time that felt dark, you know, confused. I, I don't know anything that just felt gray, dark. I I I am so grateful for it because it led me to where I currently am. So, um, and it took me three years to create uh, the voice of an enigma. Obviously, I had been releasing singles from 2020. So from 2020 till till now, I had released six singles. So it's like, I still, I was still, my face was still out there. Um, and obviously things had changed. Performing wasn't, uh, I mean, we weren't performing as much anymore. So everything was done online. That's when I started creating Zeta Unplugged and started doing my songs acoustically. Um, so that gave me a new appreciation. Yeah, so that gave me a new appreciation for my music as well, um, which I'm currently working on an acoustic project, a stripped project. And create right and creating acoustic songs from Wonder Child till now as well. So not just the voice of an enigma. It's going to be both both projects. Some songs are going to be done acoustically from both. And um, and I also created a, a, an acoustic new song, which is what's going to be the one new song on that project to kind of you know help the project move along. Um, and you see, there's so much music, Katie. So much. I've just ever since that time period. I really got inspired again. And I think that that's what I needed. I needed to feel inspired again. And that's when the creation of this project happened. And I kind of wanted to just make it, because the original title was going to be uh, Kaleidoscope. Because that's what this project is. What is was, why does that sound familiar? Like you actually said this somewhere. Right, I did. No, because I, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted it to be... A different, I wanted it to be different colors, different themes, different sounds. I didn't just want it to be one thing, but then I also started hearing, I, I really got inspired as well by Amy Winehouse's uh, Back to Black. Yes. 
I loved how honest that album was. And also during COVID, I stopped listening to the new music and I, I, and I found appreciation of the old music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, early 2000s. I was just thoroughly appreciating retro soul again. And I think that's why there's a lot of retro soul in this project. Like songs like Forever Mine, obviously One More Time, which is not on the project, but it inspired the project. Yeah. Um, songs like songs like Blessed, songs like This Ain't Love, you know, they're all very retro soul, but they're all also very honest. And I wanna thank, that's why I, I give all the thanks to that Back to Black album, because it really did inspire that project. But I didn't want it to just be retro soul. I wanted it to be, you know, I wanted there to be sad songs, but I wanted you to cry. I wanted you to laugh. I wanted you to dance that fucking pain away. You know what I mean? I wanted you to, I wanted to give you an experience. It was an experience and you sound so mature. Like we saw the maturity in your sound. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you that. Means a lot. Um, you see a difference between Wonder Child and Voice of an Enigma. Well, I will say that the voice of an enigma is really, it really depicts who I am as a person and the kind of music I like as well. So I wanted to create something that was completely, completely my, of my DNA, all of it. You know what I mean? I wanted it to be like a playlist that I would create of other music, of other artists. But this was coming from me. And I feel like I did that. I feel like I did that. I'm very proud of this project. Whether people had listened to it or not, I'm very proud of it. Already on Spotify, it's at 45,000 plays collectively. You know, and that's only in a month. So that's amazing. That means people are resonating with the music, which is amazing. So we love you. So just imagine in a year's time, you know, I might might be at 500,000. I might be gold. Listen, man. Let's push some platinum, y'all. Let's push some platinum. <laughs> I hit my hand on the table. Push the platinum. <laughs> you know, so I'm very proud of what this project is doing. You know, I mean, I have many favorites. It was very hard selecting the songs because I I wrote 35 songs. You know, and I didn't collaborate with any other artists. So this album, I wanted it to be all me. You know, it was my story. Within the three years, you know, I had been going. And if you listen to the to the way the track list was set, um, it was done in the way my life happened in the in the three years. You know, Enigma was was me talking about me and how misunderstood I feel and how I paid my dues. Basically, basically feeling underrated, right? In a sense, being the underdog always, and I'm okay with that. You know, um, and and it it chronicled me falling in love, falling out of love. But also in the mix of all that, I was also going through and dealing, healing the relationship within myself. So that kind of is all culminated in that one album. You know, it's a personal journey within myself and also a personal journey of my relationships at the time. How did you feel about the reception when it first came out? I honestly was a little bit nervous, like, damn, yo, I'm really, I'm really speaking very honestly on these songs, like, blessed. You know, I touched upon basically being abused as a kid and, um, you know, things like that. It's these songs felt very confessional. And it's like it was like if I'm literally having a show at my therapist's office, at my therapist's office, that's kind of what it feels like at times. 
I'm like, damn, these people are listening to my sessions right now. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm okay with that because it's taken me a long time, but I'm okay with that because when I, during COVID, there, I have received two DMs from people about my song, One More Time and Indestructible, and about how it helped them get through depression. One was from Russia, and the other person was from Sydney, Australia. Yeah. And um, Right, so my music, look, my, I'm worldwide, baby. Um, and they reached out to me about how my song helped them, my two songs, help them individually get through depression. Which, I mean, that right there is a success story in itself because I don't do it for clout, you know what I mean? I don't do it for numbers, I don't do it. I do it because I'm paying it forward within my music. You know what I mean? I'm like, I know I'm not the only one out here feeling like this. You know what I mean? So I'm sure there are other people who are going through this pain or some sort of pain related to this. So why not put it out there? Why be selfish and not share this? You know what I mean? I have this talent. I have this purpose. Use it for the greater good. And things like that, you know, validated the reasons why I put it out. So it kind of gives me also that, that nudge of, yes, keep doing this because this is only going to lead you down the path that serves your purpose. I love you know? it. So me too, honestly. I, I'm so grateful that people also want to share what those songs mean to them. You know, even my song Fallen, um, three people have asked for that song to be a, their wedding song. You know what I mean? That's beautiful to me. Wow. We went from Max yeah. to, to Fallen. Look at yeah, you. But, but Fallen is my song. You know what I mean? Fallen is my song. Yeah, it was written. People want a masterpiece for your voice, though. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, so, so now I have that song, you know, Fallen, and, and I can sing that at weddings. So look, that'll lead me down a whole other path. You know, so... And, I, and it was because I was writing about this love story that I had embarked on. You know, I had fallen in love and this song was how I felt at that time. It, it, I, I didn't feel like specifically that, but I felt like in, in experiencing this person, I, well, I wrote that song two weeks into meeting them. Um, and I felt like I was going to feel everything that the song said at some point. And I ultimately did. But then I also felt heartbreak from it as well. So... So we're gonna get into switching up. This yes. Because yeah. you know, I promised I would play these songs until you, while you were here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so introduce those two songs are doing very good too, by the way. So, switch. So introduce switching up first. Yes. So switching up was a, was actually my, I believe my third single of my last no my fourth single. Um, in 2021, um, and it's it's an Afrobeats dance kind of record, and it's about relationships that had just been switching up at the time, right? Friendships, relationships, people in general, and that's basically what the song was created from on an Afrobeats, which is my favorite genre. You heard? Ow! Ow! Let's get it. All right, let's do it. Brand new, been living rest 
observations with no explanations. Texting me less, texting me less, less conversations. Things haven't been the same between me and you. Different energy, sudden change of chemistry. I was silly to believe that we were meant to be, meant to be. Show you how it's gonna it's be.
Apu. They need we better Wi-Fi. We good now. Okay. Um. I gotta ask, and it's the petty person in me, right? Out of your entire, I played so many of your songs this whole episode. Who was your favorite collab? Who was my favorite collab of what? In music, in your entire, like, it could be the Adios collab, it could be Complicated, it could be Masterpiece. What was your favorite collaboration? My favorite collaboration, I will say, oh, that's hard because I love a lot of them, but I think I will say Adios is my favorite collaboration. Um, I will I will tie Complicated and Masterpiece together because I don't like one more than the other. Um, they also during a, they, they we happen at the same time, um, and I they both allowed me to perform in two different areas, right? Like one took me to Miami, and the other had had me on nominated list for something. You know what I mean? So they both, I, but so but adios to me, it's because it's my first full or like original Spanish song, and I produced that whole thing. Look at so, you now. You multi-credited. Yes. So it's my favorite because the, I, I produced the entire vocal arrangement, the backgrounds. I, the only thing I didn't produce was the beat. You know? And my my friend, Johnny Silverstreet, Street, he wrote the actual lyrics. And then I added a lot of, like, the, the ad-libs you hear. I added the adios part. That was my... That, the adios part was all me. You know? So, which obviously is a big part of the song. Um, and it was easy to make. It was fun to make. He's a really good friend. Um, and I think he, he, he understood what I was going for. And he, 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 he created something that I will love for the rest of my life. So I think that will be my number one favorite collaboration. In terms of, you know what I mean? Followed by the complicated masterpiece. Okay. Yes. Diplomatic, huh? Diplomatic, huh? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh, damn. No fuck. It's like like you you see it's like having the three kids. Which one do you like more than the other? You can't. <laughs> you love them for different reasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't pick a favorite child and all these. I mean, are- anything you picked Adios is your favorite. You said number one was Adios. It has to be because it's my first full Spanish song. It's the song now that is um, inspiring an entire project in that genre. You know, so. So I asked this to everybody um, at the end of the show, right? Um, what is one lesson you could take from your journey that someone who's probably in your shoes, your shoes back then now, um, could use to push through? I will say eliminate. This is what's helpful. So eliminate doing it for class. Don't do it for for the reasons of why, like of getting awards, of getting notoriety, of doing it because you want people to see you. Um, do it because you love it, and I promise it will help 
you continue doing it. You know, I had to remind myself why I do it at different times of this journey. You know, I had to remind myself, why are you doing this? You know, and when I look back at that, I'm like, yes, this is why I do it. This is why I do it. And I spoke about it previously about like, you know, reaching, hearing from two people from different uh, areas about helping them, you know, helping them through their depression. Do it because you love it. And I promise everything else will fall into place. Also, because if you don't do it because you love it, you're going to be disappointed a lot. You know what I mean? You're going to be disappointed when those numbers aren't what you want them to be. You're going to be disappointed when no one's reaching out to you about your music. You're going to be disappointed when you don't have people constantly sharing your new release. You're, so re just remember why you're doing it. And don't let it be for superficial reasons. You know what I mean? And I say that not just about music. I say that in any field. Do it because you love it. Because when you're doing something that you love, one, it will never feel like work. Two, people people will gravitate towards it in a real way. And that way, you know, when people do support it, they're supporting it because it's real. You know what I mean? So just eliminate all the superficial reasons. I think that that's the best insight I could give into doing this because you could literally, you could literally get really disappointed and depressed of your music not doing as well as you would want it to do. You know what I mean? Trying to do it on a Rihanna scale because you don't see yourself in charts, because you don't see yourself getting awards, because you don't see yourself getting performance uh, invites. You know what I mean? Just just remember why you do it. That's the best thing I can say. My love, I missed your face. Was that a good answer? That was an amazing <laughs> answer. I missed you so much, though. I'm so sad our time is like, we just... I'm so sad. <laughs> it's real shit, though. It's real shit. I miss you, too. Thank you like, for having me on today. Thank you. You know, I mean, you always show me support and love, so I appreciate that. Yo, uh, eventually, we got to do this shit in person. I uh, can't wait. You know I'm going to be there with bells and whistles on. Yeah! Bells and whistles. And what? And one day, we have to, um, we have to partake in uh, herbal refreshments together. First of all, you 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 clowning me right now because I know I have a text message that say you don't partake. I but I will partake under certain circumstances. Okay, so come by after work. I got you. <laughs> I have plans today. It's okay. More plans. But I I promise you we will get up and do that at some point. I got you. I got you. That would be fun. But. You got to tell the people at home and the millions watching worldwide, right? Um, where can they find the album and where can they find you? Yes. So you can find me uh, on YouTube, uh, on YouTube, Instagram, Seda Sounds, um, on, on Spotify, iTunes, and all the other digital retailers. You can find me at Seda. And the name of the album is The Voice of an Enigma. Yeah, don't listen to me. They kept saying Sought and Wonderlust. Yes. yes. Please come and catch the vibes. Yeah, I was kind of catching the vibes listening to the music before the interview, so. Yes, please come enjoy the journey. Yeah, I promise you it's all real shit, real good music that was created with that timeless aspect. You know what I mean? Not to just any trends, not to jump on any bandwagon. Just an artist doing the real artist thing, trying to just do what he loves most and speak his truth. 
honestly, that's it. I love it. I love it. Man, this was another rendition of Welcome to the Raw Zone. For content and more, go to our website, www.rawzonenyc.com. Follow us everywhere at Raw Zone NYC. Catch our replays on Puso 82.3 FM. And, of course, on Elgin Sound Radio, as well as Spotify, Apple, YouTube, iHeart, Amazon Music, or wherever you stream your podcast. You click the link in our bio to find them all. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell below, as our friends in Rambo Mania say. All of our content will go straight to you. So. As for myself, you can find me everywhere at imiv.xo underscore. We are still on the road to the give back for Sean. If anyone is looking to perform July 8th for our road to the give back, uh, it's a little mini competition. Three artists will be chosen for our give back variety show in October. If you are interested in collaborating with us, email us at ivyproductionsnyc at gmail.com. I got too much shit to say, but it's too, but too, too little time. We bid y'all a beautiful night. Thank you.